Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But if I showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go fuck myself or lead me to the garden? In the garden, would you Ooh. trust me if I told you it was just a summer what? thing? I'm only 17. I don't know anything, no, but I know I miss <laughs> you. Bam, bam, bam. And my cardigan. Bam, oh, bam, God. Bam. You and your Taylor Swift. I thought you were saying that you missed me. See, I wanted to sh- start the show in a much more over dramatic way of saying this place is a place. <laughs> these, these people, people aren't your friends, friends. inhaling thrills through $20 bills and the tumblers are drained and then flooded again, again and, and again. again we are in three very different prisons right now. <laughs> Welcome to page seven. Hi, my name is Jackie. I am in a hotel prison. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Holden. I'm in a prison, in a wifeless prison of my own emotions in my own apartment. Uh, and my name is Molly, and I am in uh, just a, it's a cage full of emotions and young children, mm. childcare, <laughs> uh, full-time grad school and work, Uh and uh, trying to just keep it together. It is a parenthood, not a prison, but a bit of a heaven for you someday. Mm, it's a heaven. Because, man, Molly, you will have children that will take care of you someday. <laughs> and right now I'm just playing Russian roulette and hoping Henry lasts long enough to take care of me when <laughs> I get to at least the age 45. <laughs> and I am just, I'm, I'm in a weird prison where uh, I just somehow decide to have a final drink at four in the morning as if that is some sort of smart thing to do for a person that you know needs to get doesn't have anything to do the next day it doesn't sound like you are in a prison i don't think you're in a prison at all wait wifeless prison sounds like you get to play games at all times yeah and you can get to be as drunk as you want as late as you want Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm Wait a second, that doesn't sound like a prison at all. I mean, it's a bit of a party prison. I'm going to say of everyone's oh, party prison, prison. Mine's like the rich person jail, right? If we're going to like compare That's what prisons. I feel like I feel like I'm in Martha Stewart prison right now. You think where you're I can't in Martha Stewart prison. Well, I'm <laughs> yes. in like county then. I'm in or, or I'm in like I'm in like um like an overnight stay situation then, if that's the case. Ooh, and Molly's yeah, like in, in yeah, like a you're high in the drunk security. Tank. <laughs> yes. 
you know, tried to escape Molly a couple of times. Molly is in orange is the new black. Yes, yes, she is pink is the new black. And I guess I'm referring to how pink and rosy she is, probably from exhaustion? <laughs> or is it from morning time booze? Who knows? I'm not going to say I didn't take a little nip of the old Kila right before we started, even though this is a morning episode. Because we've got to get a little bit pumped up today because we have so much to celebrate oh, the Emmys, M- the Emmys, G. the Emmys. Oh, Emmys, G. Oh. <laughs> it was very weird. But also, you simply the best. Bam, 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 better than all the rest. Shit's Creek swept. This is the Emmys. Never happened, right? Absolutely, it is a it is groundbreaking that the show not only won best comedy, but it won best actor, best actress, best supporting, and actor as well as actress in a comedy series, and they couldn't deserve it any more. They even won so much more than that. But that is the like that's really what broke the mold with this show, and it's just. Watching them, it was so weird. We were talking about this. So as you guys know, the Emmys were socially distanced. And watching them win in front of their families was beautiful. Yeah, that was the one good thing. As awkward as like the Emmys were inevitably going to be because it's all from home. The one thing, and I, I, it was during the Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya is me. When, when she won, I remember, like, like Lexi said, because uh, we were doing a watch party over Zoom uh, to just make it even more uh, <laughs> feeling of quarantine. Uh, she even said, you know, as much as it sucks that it couldn't happen, like for real this year, it's such a cool, much cooler thing to see people in spaces with their entire family celebrating at home you see that love you don't get that as much watching the ceremony right like right seeing all the relatives and stuff and everybody freaked out and i think it was most apparent in that but then of course you had for Shit's creek like they were all in their own little private situation where they could all really because celebrate together because most of them are family anyway yeah and in that's canada where it's like you know so much less shitty or whatever with everything anyway so good for them and, you know, and I can't yeah. believe it's Catherine O'Hara and I believe Eugene Levy's first Emmys. Yeah. And and Eugene Levy was so funny. He was like, I can't believe the Emmy that I win best comedy for is like the straightest role I've ever played in my life. Ever played <laughs> in his life. I was it, it's so weird to feel so connected to them. Yeah. That I just I feel like it was a win for everybody seeing the pure joy on their faces and, and, and the fact that they all got to be together and the fact that they are a family together. And can I just say Catherine O'Hara? My God, she is gorgeous. Uh, yeah. That outfit with the matching mask and everything. Oh, oh my. And Daniel Levy with the kilt. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to put him in my pocket. Isn't that what he wore in the wedding scene? Isn't that wasn't that his costume? Yes. In the wedding? Of course. Yeah, the, yes. The same episode that they won, I believe, best directing and best writing of an episode. Yes. Or of, I just, and so we were talking about this right before the episode. I'm, I I do also feel sad, Holden, that what we do in the shadows didn't get it, but they will be back next year. And Yeah, I think- and it's cool that they at least got nominated for three different episodes. I was just so happy uh, that the Jackie Daytona episode was nominated. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Very happy about that. I love that episode so much. I have a t-shirt for it. It is really? like the best. 
One of my favorite episodes, maybe, of a comedy show ever. Ooh, you got to send me the link to that T-shirt. I can buy that for Gideon for uh, his birthday. <gasps> Have you guys finished it? Uh, I think that we're caught up, yeah, finally. And we also watched the movie, which was a different type of trip. Oh, oh, oh totally, yeah. totally. Love it, though. But, man, it's so fucking good. Yeah, the, uh, man. Yeah, everyone needs to watch. It was a big night for us, Jackie. <laughs> and our we had so many shows that we love get the trophy you know we, succession we, we championed succession we championed euphoria i'm just so glad i could be such a tastemaker yeah, that even this group of the uh-huh. emmy what do we call them the emmyalites what is the secret academy the secret church that they all go to uh but whatever whoever votes for the emmys those people, oh. that we could influence them and make sure that our people won. I definitely did some backdoor deals. Yeah, we uh, have been, we did this. Yes, to get Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy was originally going to be nominated for uh, Shittiest Dog in a Movie. And I was like, no. that's not even, a, that, okay, first of all, it's TV, it's not film. Second of <laughs> all, he's a man. And it's, you know what I mean? And he's a good man. And so, you know, and I had to do a couple no of weird. And also there's no such thing as Shittiest Dog, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I will say what was very interesting was the idea of the hazmat suited, <laughs> uh, what are they, presenter, Emmy presenters. Yeah. I, 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 th- I dig it. It's very overdramatic. But Holden definitely sent us the video of, of who was it? Ramey. Ramey Yusuf, uh, rivalry. Oh, yeah, Ramey Yusuf, who showed, because he didn't get the Emmy, <laughs> and it was just the dude, the presenter in the hazmat suit, just waving from the outside, right outside of his house. Outside of his house, just his like, house huh? and walking away with his Emmy in hand. How Well, because that's is what that? my question was. I was like, well, how are they going to do this? Are they just going <laughs> to... I thought that these celebrities knew who won beforehand, because I was like, yeah, a dude in a hazmat suit is going to show up at their door to give them the Emmy. But no, they show up at the door of all of the nominees and then just are like oh bye and like float away but we know we know a comedian who was one of these guys and so presumably they're all just like you know people trying to get gigs so they all probably all the hazmat guys probably thought it was fucking hilarious like i'm waiting outside a celebrity's house and then i'm gonna give them a nice friendly wave when they lose and walk away bye (laughs) so good I also, by the way, I would, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it's a big institution, but I don't know if I actually do would trust the Emmys enough to like properly vet these people and to, you know what I mean? It's just, it is a stranger you know on my property. Live. In a, in a yeah. pandemic, in a in a suit that looks much more like a costume than an actual hazmat right. suit. Like, <laughs> it is like, like, it looks like a tuxedo. Yeah. It, I would look be up like, a picture of it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and say, in the COVID prison that I live in, I'm going to guess that they were vetted pretty hard. I mean, um, it is sure. it is not it is all rules. All right. I guess um, in the COVID world, because you have the you have the insider's glimpse into Hollywood in a pandemic right now. You got the inside scoop. Um, it's a nightmare. It's absolutely a nightmare. Have you talked about the fact that you're working a gig right now? Do we do we explain that? I can talk about the I can talk about the fact that I am working a gig, yeah. and that is and that is it. Um, but what I can say is I am working with children, and something that uh, is very interesting. Of course, if you're working around children right now, this is. Even more so that you have to follow rules. It's very, very, very strict. But something that really did surprise me is um, I'm working with middle school aged children. And one of them started singing the, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. And then they 
all started singing it. And we were so surprised that 12-year-olds not only know that song, but know all of the words to it. And I was like, of all the songs that I was just like, they're, they, they're singing the part of like, you know, you can dress my hair, undress me anyway. And I was like, why is this song not canceled yet, right? Or why are we still teaching children about this song? Um, I mean, technically, I guess she is giving her consent, so I guess that's good. But I don't know um, if the life of Barbie and the plastic being owned part is something that I would um, want my children to really emulate. It is very right? weird. One time a few years ago, I was on a bus on a, on a field trip with a bunch of middle schoolers, and one of them started singing the theme song to the fictional show Wake Up San Francisco that, is, that Danny Tanner <laughs> is on in Full House. Wake, Wake up, up. And I like looked back and I was like... Are you singing the theme to Wake Up San Francisco? And she was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was totally unfazed. And I was like, D Like, this would be, I guess, like if I was a kid singing like the Leave It to Beaver song or whatever. But like, right. it is very strange that the children, because as we talk about on the show often, we are living in an era of uh, just aggressive 90s nostalgia. And so people's Crazy. children are also steeped in it. So I am not at all surprised that they all know Barbie girl. And it's true that that song should probably, even at the time, I remember people being like, should we cancel this song? But that was more yeah, like a nineties, the nineties version of canceling was like, is this going to make our children feel sexual feelings? Which right, right, right. That was the panic then. No, but at the same time, they're trying to teach me these TikTok dances. And I tell you, nothing makes you feel like you're ancient more than trying to learn a TikTok dance. I'm sorry, are you talking about that. the app that no, I believe no longer? Oh, oh, does it no longer exist? Is that what's happening? Because I can't keep up with the news currently. Um, so I, what do we call it now? Flip flap? Like at literally as of today, I, I'd have to check and see. But for my, to my knowledge, as of today, you, it, they are removing it fully from the app stores and everything. But the kids, I think the kids are hacking it. I'm sure the kids will fight back. Have you? Can you hear the, the children sing the, children the songs sing, of the angry TikTokers? The songs of dancing angry the children. Yeah, dancing, <laughs> dancing the, dance the dance with their arms. <laughs> These little hand moves, I just feel like I'm not lithe enough to get them down. And um, I will say it makes me feel, it really makes me feel very old. I'm just like, oh, you just have to go like this? And I try to like move my breasts so like, ah, uh, no. I'm like, oh, all right, fine. I, I don't, I don't know. I I want to watch you embarrass yourself in front of middle schoolers. It sounds great. <laughs> it seems a little wishy-washy. I don't know if they actually followed through. What a shocker. So uh, <gasps> just a bunch of big talk, big TikTok. TikTok <laughs> lives to see another Big day. TikTok. And I'm sure that I, 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 I would say that I imagine Zendaya is happy about that, oh, which congratulations. Although I did watch a video of her also learning a TikTok video <laughs> and she's, um, I don't think, as into it as other 24-year-olds are, which made me feel better. She probably and feels she old too. she deserved it for Euphoria. Oh, yeah. She probably feels like an ancient lord. Well, I mean, I uh, again, I loved seeing her though uh, receive her her trophy. It was very, she's the youngest, the youngest uh, lead actress, youngest woman to win best actress in a drama, and she really does deserve it. She's great. She's so good in it, so real, and so um, 
It, it made me, I mean, you guys remember when I was watching Euphoria, I lost my mind for it. I loved it, it too. It gave me so many, um, I brought up a lot of traumatic thoughts in my brain. And speaking of traumatic thoughts, I need to just throw this out there because I watched it very, very early this morning and right before we started recording. I finally watched the This Is Paris documentary oh. on YouTube. And Holden texted me a couple days ago and he's like, I'm crying right now. All right, and was, I also. It was two in the morning. Well, you know, I no judgment zone, Holden McNeely, but I also cried. But I cried because they did a really good job of not only, like, you can see her struggling with trying to be herself in front of a camera for the first time ever. And who to thunk it to be herself is a lot of vocal fry. She just goes deep on the vote. Her voice drops She's like very deep. <laughs> she goes like down. <laughs> I love her. I love her voice. But seeing these real moments, she was about to DJ this huge gig, and the dude that she was dating was just like was being was being an asshole. Yeah. And she just like watching that real moment, which I I don't know how I feel about like I w I personally wouldn't want that to be recorded, but her just being like. Can you not please? Can you please like desperately asking, please be nice to me right now? I'm about I'm I'm, I'm about to be on stage in four minutes. It's the biggest thing of my life. Can you please? And he just wouldn't. He yeah. wouldn't be nice. And in my brain, I'm just like, why can't just just be nice to her? And, like finish the fight later. I feel like I was it, it felt like some 90 day fiance shit, to be honest with you. I was like, wait, what am I watching right now? Like, I can't believe why this is, is he a treating her like yeah. this. And why will she allow anyone to treat her like? Well, that? you find out because of the trauma she suffered in her bad girl school, which is what made me cry when all the other survivors from the bad girl school get together at the end and share their experiences. And as much as I was screaming at Jackie because she sent me this article that was essentially like, here's what's in the documentary, just in case you didn't want any mystery while you watch. And so I read that and I was like, you know, it's kind of like got all the spoilers, I thought. But it turns out, no, um, because especially, sorry to spoil, spoil if you haven't watched it yet. But um, I did, what got what blew my mind was like, they like stripped her down and put her into solitary confinement. It was like, oh, yeah. Un, it wasn't just like. That's torture. Slapping your yeah, it was tor It was like literal prison tactic torture. Not just like a nun smacks your bottom whenever you say a you know almost say a although dirty that's not word. okay either. That's not but okay yeah, either. but still you know I feel like there's levels and man they did solitary to me is the ultimate nightmare more than the death chair more the penalty like solitary confinement is i know pure all about hell. these it's things literally now. torture stop bringing it yeah. up i get it i'm living in a prison <laughs> all right and uh, you got your own kitchen it is a very nice <laughs> hotel suite i bet it it, it may even be I bigger than my apartment the threshold it could of the actually door. be bigger than my apartment jackie i'm not allowed to leave <laughs> See this now. I'm gonna watch this Paris documentary. I'm gonna watch it by myself because Gideon's working, and I'm gonna for years now. Just the way I am with the Katy Perry documentary, I'm gonna bring up Paris Hilton to anyone who wants to listen because there's this very similar scene in the Katy Perry documentary from like 2012 where she is just like sobbing because she's in the middle of her like horrible breakup with Russell Brand, and she has to go on stage. She's like under. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show probably four times. She's like underneath the stage. She's about to be like catapulted up out of the stage <laughs> in like a pyrotechnics like you know ridiculous thing and she's underneath the stage and she's like sobbing and she's trying to like hold her breath and stop crying so that she can go out and perform and like as anyone who has first of all ever tried to not cry in front of anybody but especially like 
Oh. If you've ever been right upset, before, like really upset right before a show, like well, I watched that scene, that whole documentary is so good, but I watched that scene and I just like empathized with Katy Perry so much and it's never left me. And now I'm going to have that with Paris Hilton. Well, yes. Because you see all these things. I just, I remember going through my breakup, be, working at the coffee shop, trying to hide behind the espresso machine as I steamed milk so I could just like sob, 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 wipe it off and then keep going. You know, it's like uh, because yeah. we, it, it, it is those real moments that you see people and you're like, man, no matter what, no, all the money in the world can't take away the, the fact that you are a human being. And that there's some things in life may be easier for you. But again, what is that statistic that it's like, you know, that money can buy you happiness, but up until you make 80000 a year or something, it's like 80000 a year is like the cutoff that like any more than that, it's like that's the amount you need to feel that money buys you happiness because like you can pay all your bills. You, If anything happens, you can pay it off. Like that is the perfect amount of money in American culture, which is dis- this, that, that's disgusting that will – Make you feel, uh huh. Um, like you're standing on solid ground, uh huh. And beyond that, it's all. I mean, yeah, being being it's rich sounds like its own form of uh, emotional torture for sure. Well, yeah, and also in not realizing too, especially back then, that I didn't honestly know that the Paris um, sex tape that came out was something that she not only didn't want to come out. There wasn't like with Kim Kardashian. And her mother, where her mother the, encouraged this to happen, encouraged it to be released. Paris Hilton did not know that yeah. it was going to be released. She and that is something trend, that is so traumatic. Yeah, that a bunch of other celebrities were like, oh, wow, that's what celebs are up to these days. We really got to change our marketing approach for our brand. You know what I but mean? But that's what got her sent away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because they, the, her parents thought that they couldn't control her anymore. And it's just, I I can't even imagine. No one cared. No one cared about age back then. Like we just did Britney Spears. No one cared about age when it came to this stuff. I mean, the craziest one. We don't have to get too deep down the dark tunnel. But I mean, the fucking R. Kelly tape. It's like yeah. it was like yeah. bootlegged. All every porno shop had had a copy. And then you know he what I mean? kept being like. Fine for like what a full almost decade after that straight up child porn yeah like it is unbelievable like I'm glad we're at least at the point now where that would very much so matter and people like her would hopefully be protected now and and I think we're a little less caustic than we used to be towards celebrities in general like I always bitch about like the Perez Hilton days and how gross that got like that yeah. kind of culture and TMZ still exists. TMZ, though, in uh, the blind items under a lot of fire right now, of course, because of course, there's a lot of internal strife with like sexism and racism and stuff that's starting to come to the fold. And I'm, I'm I, would, I cannot wait for that fucking organization to implode. Yeah, fully and completely. I, I hate TMZ so much. I, I, you know what I hate about TMZ actually is how funny they think they are. I know. Like when you watch the show, when you they watch think the they're show, so so funny. funny, and they're so corny and lame. And terrible at what, like, on every level. It is so obnoxious to watch. I hate watching people who think they're funny trying to be funny. The the weirdest thing about TMZ is it always seems like such a, like, budget show it's like in it's on the same time slot as access hollywood what it reminds me of is like back in the day before there was like before like digital cable was more ubiquitous and you just sometimes had like regular 
cable and at 6.30 p.m., like, Access Hollywood is on and then TMZ is on. And it's just like a budget, janky-ass show. And then I come to realize, like, TMZ has this massive influence over shit, you know, fucking leaks the news of Kobe Bryant's death before his family finds out, like, that they're this huge, huge player in... um people's lives whereas i was always just like that's just some asshole who like structured right. a show to make it seem like everyone in his office likes him like it just is such <laughs> trash I, I, the suck assiness that happens in the in just even the show itself much less i'm sure what happens outside of the show and the way they all like gather around him and like you know and and i and, can't wait till we do that with lpn i want lpn yeah. <laughs> to be a reality show where we have to pitch ideas to marcus and kissel and henry <laughs> and i think that this is what we really need we need to show us all just being like but then i feel like we're gonna have to have a lot of quiet rooms we're gonna have to have a lot of like milking rooms it'll be more last podcast oriented too though but like do you know who sarah sandwagon murdered the other day who do tell oh she <laughs> cut the feet off of a homeless man under a <laughs> Overpass. Ooh, Ooh I wish la, she la, did. La, yeah. <laughs> Just Henry being like, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he ran out of time. <laughs> Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think they would have a field day, though, with the crossover oh, shit. article about... Carol Baskin oh, man. on Dancing with the Stars. We're going to talk about some true crime here. What a reality we live in. Yeah, uh, just, man. Dancing with the Stars is just like bring us the murderers, war criminals, <laughs> interpersonal <laughs> murderers. Whoever we has a blood on their hands, we want them to dance. We're glad they're a murderer. Bring them <laughs> in. That's what they're known for. Cool. Can you gas for murder a second person just to, just to get us a fucking... 5.0 or whatever it is. I don't know what the ratings they the numbers are. Absolutely but. insane. But what really bumps <laughs> up talk about, man, a promotional shade that was set up. So Carol Baskin performed on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, of course, it was like she said, I think that she did. Oh, they danced to Eye of the Tiger. Ooh. And it was very cat, big cat themed, of course. <laughs> but right afterwards... The family of, so if you guys, I mean, I think that the entire world is aware that Carol Baskins is possibly a murderer of her ex-husband. <laughs> and so or at least just saying that. Possibly might know why or where or how he became disappeared. And so the family of her ex-husband or her missing husband put up a missing rewards commercial right after her performance. 
And essentially just asking, like, um, if you know anything or if you know if Carol Baskin is tied into his disappearance, there will be a $100,000 reward for any information that you have. That's is a real, it's like an unsolved mysteries fused into Dancing with the Stars, fused into Tiger King. But yeah. they must have set that up, right? Like, they must have figured that out beforehand. Oh, yeah. They, Definitely. No one cares anymore. <laughs> Nobody cares. Well, I imagine his family cares. Well, yeah, yeah, the family, of course, of the murdered Man, but I mean, I'm talking about Hollywood executives. They, they're like, they're. I think they probably got ex- excited. Uh, they, yes. They're like, oh my god, I, just talking about it can taste blood. I, god, <laughs> this is amazing. Let's get this woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're all horny. They're all hard. They're all whap. <laughs> it is every single executive. They look at that commercial and they. They start slipping out of their chairs because they know exactly <laughs> what that means. Because there's no way I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars. But I damn sure watched the clip of her performing on it. Also, how does it work with buying ad space? Because I would think that they would never allow something like that to fly. They probably realize actually how much of a publicity stunt it would be. But like, can I buy out an ad space during your pretty face is going to hell and be like, Hi, I'm here. People against Henry, and I wanted to make a statement. You know, we let's let's yeah, start find calling him. it the Pa Organization. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so I just can we just do that now? Can I just put out Succession? Oh, well, I guess Succession is a non-commercial TV show. What's a commercial TV show? Family Matters fucking blows. Hi, I'm Holden McNeely, and I'm here to say Family Matters sucks. <laughs> Back to the show, idiots. Whatever happened to Edibility? <laughs> um, no, pause. Can we pause for a second? Urkel's a fascist. Back to the show. <laughs> Paid, sponsored by, you know, Holden's Against Family. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Urkel, you know what? Yeah, Urkel likes cheese. Sounds like a rat to me. <laughs> I say we got him out of the rest of the episodes. Holden's Against Family Matters. You got to yeah. find one other Holden at least, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Holden's against, I need one other Holden, which is actually hard to find. The only Holden I ever met, I met one Holden whose first name was Holden. And uh, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Catcher in the Rye, huh? And he was like, eh, don't really care for it. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) I just walked, I was like, fuck out of here. And then I tried to talk to him a little bit more about being called Holden. He was so indifferent about it. I'm like, you're the only Holden I've ever met. You don't give a fuck about Jamie Salinger. You don't give a shit about, like... I don't need any life, anything. It may be insane. I, well, I would assume that growing up with the name Holden, maybe you rebel against Catcher in the Rye. Maybe. I, or, but I, that's the thing. I would have rather him fucking hated it than just be like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't don't, know. Like, don't have any feelings one way or the other. Famous literary character that everyone probably, you know, references or many people reference when they first meet you. You just don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> Hate it. Love it. Dude, give me something, buddy. Oh. <laughs> How old were you when you first read Catcher in the Rye? I never asked you this. I think I was 16. I think I was the age of the character because it was for English class. So, you're, so you, didn't, th- you didn't seek it out beforehand and be like, oh, I should read my own my only literary. No, I was probably like a couple years away from it. But then I would read it every like few years after. I haven't read it in a while. But like then I became like a huge soundtrack fan. The funny thing about when you first read that book, though, for a lot of people is you do read it when you're the age of Holden. Yeah. And you're like, who is this fucking asshole? Fuck this guy. And then you read it like a few years later and you're like. Oh, I was that guy. <laughs> like, like, but you don't know because you're in it. 
So you're in the mental space, you know what I mean, of the character, oh, yeah. and it resonates so much that you hate the fuck out of them. You know, like when you when you get upset that someone does something, and then you realize, like, oh, that's because I do that thing, and I yeah. hate that thing about myself. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I felt pretty red for sure. I felt pretty. I was on. I they, I I was red. Drag by, uh, him. It's me. Drag me. <laughs> yeah, we're start calling it McHoldenism. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling red, you get it. You guys get it. Huh? I've been alone. I've been really Was that a McCarthyism <laughs> joke? <laughs> yes. Can we say Your red? hotel room is nicer than my apartment, Jaggy. I have no sympathy for you. I have zero simp. <laughs> All right. Um, I like every Jackie I ever meet, and I need everyone to know that. It is true. Jackies aren't bad. Jackies are all good. I don't have I do I even know other Jackies? Jackie Joyner Kersey. Yeah. And um, that's why I always wanted to be a runner, obviously. Look at my physique. <laughs> and um, Jackie Henry Grayson. says he's very fast at short distances. Is that true for you as well? Always, constantly. I'm just, I'm, they're like, oh, they they say, they started calling me Jackie. Look at her goes, browse. <laughs> because, man, I am always, uh boot scooting about. <laughs> and they also called you. That's a cumbersome you... nickname. That is a cumbersome. <laughs> Jackie to the moon. Gleason Zabrowski. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just, I'm constantly threatening um, uh, violence towards the absolutely no one that I live with and am around. And then, and then, and then the walls look at me and they go, this girl, huh? <laughs> well, I have a segue, which is that I hated Molly, the American girl doll, because she, she was a big dork. And I was also a big dork, Whoa. and just like Holden, I hated that with which I identified the most. And I was like, this loser has glasses, and then I got glasses, and she's I was like... such a nerd, though, Molly. Like, <laughs> you're fucking dumb beret, bro. I like, know, she's on. the biggest dork of all of them, and I was like, I hate that I share a name with the dork. Uh, but and then it turned out, turns out I was I was the real dork. But there's a new American girl doll. Oh, the dork, Hello. Um. Are we going to talk about 1986, the Challenger American Girl doll? I want to know how the Courtney's feel because, yes, the new American Girl doll, based in 1986, that is, it's just an 80s style American Girl doll where they, they're really pushing, they're like, Courtney's story reflects the pop culture of the decade from sky-high hair, neon-colored fashions, music, television, and video gaming to major historical moments surrounding women in government and space exploration, as well as larger cultural shifts around blended families and emerging technology. That is how this doll with a ponytail is described. I don't know if I get the sense of like, oh, wow, this girl represents women going to space. But I like um, where they're coming from, I guess. It's dark, man. That image of her with the Challenger background, like it's like her in a classroom with like the launch of the Challenger day, like written on the blackboard. It's dark. Like it was a rough time. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange choice to celebrate women in space, in my opinion. Um, but also she plays video games, Molly. I mean, I never read the books, the American Girl doll books, and I recently saw a thread that they were actually, some of them were actually very, very good. So maybe my general skepticism of the American Girl franchise is misplaced, but uh, I just feel like 
the 86, maybe it's just our hesitation to being turned into relics of history because the, the year <laughs> I was born is now just part of the, of the, of the array of like historical times that children will now have access to. At least you weren't born four years before that year. <laughs> then you really that I would really be. You're, you're, you're prehistory. You're pre, I'm prehistoric. Uh, yeah. According to this oh American my god, girl you home. are a little dinosaur man. <laughs> oh, don't. What have we unleashed? <laughs> god, he's got T-Rex hands now. How is he going to start? How is he going to stream? <laughs> I just think it's interesting that I feel like when I was a little girl, I would have loved to see more video gamer girls. But now we're flooded with them. I feel like we are like it is acceptable now. Well, the gamer girl thing is so weird in gaming culture. Like gamer girl can have all these connotations. There's so much bizarreness. People are so because in a in a in a space that previously was dominated by incredibly horny, lonely men. Uh, the the advent of the gamer girl Holden, yes, has, been we a, know. Has, has had like all these dumb stigmas because there's also then it's like, you're not a real gamer. You're just like pretending. You're just being like this like, I'm a gamer girl. You know what I mean? There's just so much dumb shit. Or like, oh yeah, you're a girl who games. Oh, you know what I mean? There's just so many weird things happening with the phrase gamer girl but it's cool mm. to apply it to the 80s which is like before what i think of when someone says i'm a gamer girl or refers to a gamer girl you know what i mean that mm. makes sense but yeah I, I don't know that that's the first thing i thought of like oh interesting but i'm kind of liking that it's like i want the idea of a, fe a female woman who games uh, being normalized would be kind of like the more we can do that, the better. Because it's I guess totally I honestly weird. didn't even know that it wasn't yet. Is it? I, I've in my brain. I mean, be it is and it isn't. All right, then I'm glad that Courtney exists in the, in the gaming world. There's still a lot of and, misogyny, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. There's definitely in a, in a world where it's a bunch of people trying to digitally murder each other <laughs> in fucking fake wars all that replicate real wars there's a bit of some toxic masculinity <laughs> what <laughs> well it sounds like what they need is an 80s chic bunk bed bedroom and a care bears sleeping bag set all that only costs almost three hundred dollars so because if this little doll wants to play a video game she has to pay 150 dollars for the pac-man arcade game whoa American girl. Does it play real Pac-Man? That was my going to be my question. <laughs> I doubt it. No, I think it's just I think it just sits there. Oh, okay. no, I think the, the buttons the, are too small. The American Girl franchise is based on um, weaponizing like middle class children to um, to force their parents to buy clothes for their dolls that cost like much more than clothes for real size humans should ever cost, and like. Um, Buying like I remember I had Kristen because she had blonde hair and blue eyes. She was the Swedish one, and I wanted like the bed. Like oh, it's a bed. It's a fucking you know, it's a wooden doll <laughs> crib. You could, but I'm sure it costs like seventy five dollars. It's just a sta mm. so like my whole Christmas list for a year or two or three there would just be taken up by like I could ask for like two things from the American Girl catalog, you know, because it was all so fucking expensive. I was just always mad because by the time they came out with Dolly and Me outfits, um, let's just say they weren't making it for my size girl. 
Uh, I definitely couldn't fit in. So I'm like, well, I can buy the hats. So I'd get the the, the outfits that would match with the little with the doll. Um, and I could only wear the hats or the accessories. I forgot about the Dolly and Me outfits. I definitely had that catalog and would like pour through it. But I was like, so mask, I didn't want to wear the dresses, but I also was obsessed with pretending I lived in a different historical time period. So I was really torn by being Tally-ho. like, should I, should I buy a, a Samantha outfit, even though I don't even have a Samantha because I'm obsessed with the Victorian era, but then it will be a dress and I don't want a dress. I really want like a men's outfit from the Victorian era. And I would just like read these catalogs and really go on a journey in my head about it. Yeah, I'm Googling uh, Dolly and Me girl sets, and I think I just put myself on some kind of list. A hundred percent. You definitely did. Search, you got to, they weren't called Dolly and Me. I think that's just Jackie's turn of phrase. Yeah, 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 No, 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 I I found it. Don't worry, Molly. It's matching doll and girl clothes. I'm going to go ahead and repeat the fact that I definitely clicked on that, and I'm definitely on a list now. (laughs) (laughs) Matching doll and girl clothes is the creepiest thing for a man in his late 30s to be looking at. No, just buy one for Lexi for, you know, just uh, now you have to buy one. I swear it. It's not for me. I don't want the doll. (laughs) Although similarly, Molly, I feel like that's why I think these these dolls need to have more like pantsuits, like power suits. Because I've been looking into, I I was talking about this on Jack and E's this week. I want to start wearing suspenders, Mm. I think. Yeah. And I was like, I still don't understand, though, for a large breasted. They go around. If they go over the nipple or around the breast. I yeah. say around because then it just is like, oh, my God, her breasts are so gargantuan that the suspenders must that they bust out like I'm calling them. my they're, Hulk they're bursting out. Right. And I think that's kind of the look you're going for. It's a it's a, a, a this is a uh, I, I've done some research on this, but not that I have. uh I think when I searched for this, I had even smaller, but because it must have been before I had kids, but I was like, I wanted to become a suspender person. And then when I wore them, I was like, something tells me these are not designed for uh, people with my body type. And there is like a lot of discourse about where the suspenders go, whether it's on the outside. Where do they go? I was asking God Daddy about it because now God Daddy works at this awesome um, Western wear like high-end Western wear, and he always looks like he's in Deadwood, but he also sometimes dresses like he's like a Depression-era banker because he wears these high-waisted pants that fit in the ass and then come out a little bit. Like, they're like like, they're like a loose-fitting pant in the legs, but then he wears suspenders over it with a long-sleeve button-up shirt, and then he, like, slicks his hair back with a big beard. And then I pretend to be a milk farmer, and I'm like, oh, I can't pay my bills. <laughs> what am I going to do? And then the banker shows up, and then he's like, oh, well, yeah. oh, and I say, oh, my milk the, and the cows is dry. What am I going to do now? And <laughs> I am alone. I'm not sure what Jackie's been talking about for the past couple of minutes, because I purposely tuned that out. But I will oh, say. Oh, because you were busy looking at busy Dolly looking at the me. Now, now, I'm looking, now I'm looking at it. Now I'm at a different list, because I'm writing women's suspenders and looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is just like, we we got it. We have to get this guy. We've got to take him in right now. <laughs> They're like, today's the day. We got him. <laughs> no, no matter the breast size, it seems, based off of a Google image search, they generally do, are kind of go out wide, I feel like, uh, it seems. Like, I not like... Str- I think what we Straight can agree up. on is that they don't go on the inside. Yes. No, they definitely go. <laughs> don't go on the inside. But can I do the like, look out, boys, I'm the queen of New York. I'm definitely going to be snapping 
my suspenders right. often. Throwing Definitely. newspapers at people. I mean, Goth Daddy's style is honestly kind of like the style that I've always dreamed of, but have never been able to quite, uh, you know, have always been a little bit too scared to try. Um, and and so have thus never like kind of fully realized. So we're gonna have I'm, to figure this out next time you uh, come into town. Then. I know I gotta because get those got, they've got women's outfits too. That's yeah. I mean, I feel like I really need to 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 be taken under his wing because by the way, it's called Frontier by Lawrence Scott. If you want to look it up, <laughs> I think that when you get back from your uh, your prison, you should you know try some suspenders, and I'll do it with you. We can have like a suspender club. <gasps> Can we call them? Can we call them sissy benders? Because then we'll be like sisters, sisters, sisterndens, sisterbers, sis suspenders, but suspenders, suspenders, yes, s i s hyphen penders. That does sound a lot like cisgender. It does. It is cisgender. Yeah, that's why it's fun. I'm suspendered, so I don't appreciate you talking. And my nipples are raw, but that's fine. That's from the that's the suspenders. Sorry, I was also looking up She-Hulk because I remembered I was they're coming out with a new She-Hulk, and I forgot who was just um, tapped to play She-Hulk in the cartoon, and it is Tatiana Maslany oh. from I. Who I just I would. I, I think I would sacrifice myself just to be, just just to have a conversation Ugh. with her as I die. Few people are up as high on my list as she is in terms of like, she I don't know is. if I want to kiss her or be her, but. Um, all of it. I want. It's both. And yes, it's Tatiana Maslany from, I mean, for me, from Barry Mason, but also she's great in Orphan Black. She's amazing in almost everything she does. And now she's going to be She-Hulk, and it makes me, it really does, like, I'm just like, I can't. Uh, uh, she makes me wilt. Ooh, like a little sweaty southern lady. It's just so, <laughs> you're just so horny, dude. And it's just like, dude, and I'm happy I'm for so you in alone. a way. Because, like, I don't know if I've ever been this horny. Not, not, in, a, not in a while, I'd say. Because you're bouncing off the, you're. You're bouncing off the walls hard. My wife abandoned me, but that makes me, that almost makes me kind of like a little mouse that crawls into a hole. You know what I mean? Mm. Is scared of the world, right? But you are bursting at the seams. Well, it's not You're my like fault. like Sylvia Plath over there. It's because I'm reading wait, wait, Twilight. Wait, not Sylvia Plath. Uh, who did the vagina paintings? Um, Georgia O'Keefe. <laughs> You're like a fucking Georgia O'Keefe over I there. am. I'm she's, make, she's, she's a little like, bit like Sylvia Plath also. That as well. You're a little like, you got a little bit of Sylvia A little Plath. bit angry, a little bit losing her mind, a little bit thinking about vaginas <laughs> all the time. You're going to come into the hotel <laughs> at the end of this, and I'm just going to have a bunch of pussy flowers all over the walls <laughs> with my head in the oven. And I'm like, well, I guess there she goes. <laughs> pussy flowers, she's baking a... Head cake or something. I, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> no, the problem is because I'm still reading Twilight. And the last chapter I read was very spicy spicy. And you must go over to our Patreon if you want to hear me reading Twilight for the first time. And I want to say congrats and mazel to everyone for not spoiling a big thing in Twilight for me, which I'm about to say. So if you don't know or if you don't want to know, just skip ahead for the next 15 seconds. Because Molly, they can't have sex. At all? Molly, they can't <laughs> have sex. And I flipped out because there's so much sexual tension. I need it. I need it. And they can't. 
Did you just like delete all the files of what you've been working on and then burn the book? I no. People heard me as I found out that they can't have sex as I was recording it. So I recorded straight through of me having a mini mental breakdown <laughs> because of the fact that there can't be a release. And um, I, uh, please don't spoil anything else for me. But I did. Um, I really was very. I'm very upset about it. Wow. Somebody really should have told you before you embarked on this journey. I'm glad I didn't know, though, yeah. because I was so horned up and being in this hotel prison, uh, it really like it made me, uh, you know, it made my brain shatter in a way that I didn't think was possible. <laughs> it's also I mean, by the way, uh, you did recently were obsessed with a little known show called Stars that has a very similar premise. Man, it is. You talk to people about B-stars, and I'm the one that has a problem, apparently. You know, I'm the issue when I say that B-stars was sexy, and um, I'm I'm apparently wrong. Really? And I have Who's a problem. Who's giving you shit about thinking B-stars is, 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 uh, got, a, got an energy, though I would say would lead towards sex? I believe it is people that are into anime, and people that usually watch stuff like this, and they're like, no, it's just a good show. Like, but it's so horny. <laughs> but it's just, and I, I don't usually watch anime, so I thought that, you know, I thought that this was unnecessary, not unnecessarily. I thought it was just hornier than the rest because I don't usually watch it. I, isn't it, Holden? Uh, it is, I would say. I mean, it's hard to say because even my favorite anime, Neon Genesis Evangelion, has like this bizarre horniness happening all throughout it. And and I don't even think about that show as Edward a horny show. Edward sniffs Bella constantly. He's always sniffing Bella. He <laughs> needs her scent. There is something about watching or reading someone that's like, mmm, and I'm not even that, like, I'm not, I don't sniff on. I don't usually sniff on people, especially people I don't know. And there's something about putting your nose in the crevasse amongst the hollows of your neck that apparently I guess I'm into. There's a big uh, uh, strain of thought, I guess, uh, school of thought that the show Hannibal, uh, which I finally finished, is really, really gay because it's like Hannibal and Will Graham just being totally in love with each other and Hannibal's always sniffing him and it is pretty sexy. See, I feel like for me, uh, being sniffed by Lexi means that I am particularly stinky that You're, day yeah, something and that bad's I need about to, to shower... <laughs> And or that I drank too many IPAs the night before and she feels that I get a, get a bit of a yeast stink from Ooh. that in the sheets. And then I, and so a lot of times her sniffing yeast me, in the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of times her sniffing me means fuck. Now I got to wash the sheets today. Yeast, so it's in the negative thing. yeast in the sheets, hops in the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I was hops in the streets. Yeah, usually it just Ugh. lets me know I, I have a new chore to do that day. The opposite of sex. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but also you get horny when you wash the dishes. So really, but what about when you do the laundry? I had a weird dishes time yesterday, actually. I'm not sure why. You got there's what's missing from this conversation about whether or not B stars is horny is that both of you guys are way horny. I should I was about to say way hornier than the rest of the population, and I don't want to say that because I don't know. Maybe everyone is is horny, but you guys can find something I like about both of you is that you can find horniness. In a hopeless place. Like, I feel like you can find it anywhere. Like, <laughs> like Holden can find it when he's washing the dishes. Jackie can find it in, like, a show about chastity if you needed to. Like, literally Almost the entire anything. franchise of Twilight is like a is like a Christian fairy tale. And, and 
you know, so and I'm not saying it's not horny. I think it is. But I'm just also I'm saying, just saying that I found a way to not hate doing the dishes. I think that's great because the dishes are my least favorite household chore. And I wish I got horny when I did the dishes. But it gets all sudsy and so Molly, I think you need to flip the switch. I think you need to change your perspective on it. And maybe if you find a chore that you need help um, doing more often, if you turn it into something that is, you know, like when you like we've talked about this before, when you're trying to get somebody to do something and you turn it into a game of like, oh, well, what what do we see how fast we can get it done? Where it's like, maybe you just turn um you turn some chore into something that's a little bit hornier that right after you get, you know, milked like a little dairy farmer. Like Betty Draper in Mad Men where she gets off on the washing machine, except my washing machine is in a communal room with the rest of my apartment building, so I can't do that one. Have you ever tried it, though? <laughs> I don't understand how to do it. I've never been. I've tried it. And then, like, you try to, like, open your legs and, like, sandwich around it. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I don't. I Understand. think that maybe January Jones is very tall, or I'm not quite. Mm. I, I have never tried it. I think my I, thighs are too thick. Like my pussy doesn't sit on the ground if it if <laughs> my thighs are close to. Wait, does does it? Now I'm checking. I don't think my pussy's on the chair. No, maybe. My nuts are on the chair. Are you? My nuts are on the chair. My, all right, I'll stop doing this. <laughs> Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses. Plus, updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, can I talk about the celebrity conspiracy, please? Oh. Please tell us. Here we go. Here is the conspiracy this week. Is Justin Timberlake still in love with Britney Spears? There's a video what? that may prove this to be true, but I doubt it. Either way, let us start frumps to the beginning of this celebrity conspiracy. <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears were one of the top power couples back in the day. Their relationship lasted three years from 1999 to 2002. Then, as you probably already know, Spears cheated on Timberlake, which you would know from our Pop History episode. Check out our Pop History episode, Britney Spears, parts one, two, three. Get it, girl! Uh, Spears cheated on Timberlake with one of the guys that Michael Jackson molested. So Timberlake went off to write Cry Me a River, and the rest is history. Or is it? The proof is in the video pudding, is the, the title oh. of this next section. Yeah. But do you know that this is um, an interview that is not with Britney Spears, but it is with... Um, Anna Kendrick and Justin. Anna Kendrick. But this is the thing. And, and I told you to turn the sound off because I don't want it to affect your recording. But uh, the interviewer says something that takes Timberlake to a, to a place. A, for, a place of forlornment. A troll's place, it seems. In 2016, 14 years after their split, Justin did an interview for his movie Trolls, yes, with Anna Kendrick, 
when an interesting moment happened. For background, Brit Brit and Timbo had nicknames for each other. He called her Pinky, and she called him Stinky. Ugh. Which, by the way, I hope is not a one in the pink and one in the stink reference, but it does <laughs> sound like it might be. But who knows? That's, a, that's next week's celebrity conspiracy. During the interview, yeah, right? That's like, woo. During the interview, the interviewer is asked Anna Kendrick about her character. She's like, and she's like British, I believe, or I'll show it. She's like, your character's very pinky, very, I don't even know what pinky means for this interviewer, but she says the word pinky. And as soon as she says that, Timberlake goes from smiling and happy to very clearly lost in his own thoughts. So if you hit play on the video at about 2.10, you'll see they're laughing, they're fine, everything's cool. And then she asks the question to Anna, look at his eyes. Ooh, yeah. Do you see that? So this is the... This is the whole thing. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him now. This is it. He couldn't possibly be thinking about anything else. He does look sad. (laughs) Maybe he's thinking he's hungry. Maybe he needs a drink of water. No, no, no. Look at his face. Oh, he looks sad. He's sad. Look at him. He's just looking into the middle distance. Yeah, and then he comes back. He comes back out of it around 250 Yeah, but I mean, you have to say uh, what you did. I already know. From him. Ooh, um, yeah, I guess I believe it. All right, Justin Timberlake still in love with Britney Spears. Molly, do you believe? I've never believed anything more in my life. That guy went to a different (laughs) place. But I really like his love with Jessica Biel, though, so I don't want to believe it. Well, he cheated on her also, but also, or at least he handheld. Well, handholding. He handheld. But either way, uh, you know, I just think the most important part of this is how gross their fucking nicknames were for each other. Pinky and Stinky (laughs) is disgusting, and they should be ashamed of themselves. They were so young. Jackie, but uh, aren't you the one who hates the word stinky? Do hate the words. <laughs> Could you imagine calling the person you love that as a as a fond name? Imagine if Goddaddy was like, "Ooh, hey, stinky!" Ugh, right? Ew! I don't. I won't. I, uh-uh, <laughs> no, no more. I imagine if I'm playing dairy farmer. Stinky want lick lick. Stinky want licky lick. Stinky Ugh, gets stinky lick lick want now. Licky lick no. Yeah, stinky shower up. It's lick lick time. Ugh. No, because talk about that. If anyone even just like remotely like ingest called me stinky, you I would be in a shower so fast. I already take too many showers. I I, I no 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 thank you. Well, I just everybody check it out. Uh, this is uh what what's the name of the video? I'll just uh, interview Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick trolls con. 2016 and cue that video up to around two minutes and 10 seconds or you can just google the conspiracy theory justin timberlake still in love with britney spears and it should be the first thing that pops up and it is i mean pretty i mean pretty convincing as you heard (laughs) from this no way he's just tired or having his 20th interview of the day there's absolutely (laughs) no way look at his face have you ever seen anyone stare into the middle distance harder that's the other thing too is as soon as she said pinky she said you're very your character's very Panky and 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 what is that what is that i don't know i don't get it but but either way (laughs) Anna's like responding, and the second he says it, it's like a bullet. He was shot with a bullet of emotions. Yeah, a sadness bullet. 
Yeah. I could feel that sadness bullet almost as hard as I can feel this list coming on at all. Oh! oh! Who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Ooh, today's list is how celebs arrived at stage names they're stuck with. Well, old Stinky, we got Stinky Timberlake, I don't think <laughs> ever stuck, and that's probably for the best. But you know what did stick? When Peter Hernandez's father called him Bruno because he thought his chunky son resembled pro wrestler Bruno Sammartino. So he just called him fat. Um, th- well, you know, th- at least it's a nicer way to call uh, someone fat. Because, yes, I was also just called um, fat. But now I get to be called thick, and I like that. But as he began his path to stardom, Bruno added Mars because he joked the girls would think he was out of this world. That is like perfectly in line with exactly how like slightly bland and corny I conceptualize Bruno Mars. Like that's the type of yeah. joke that I I could absolutely picture him making in my own perception. Maybe Bruno Mars is incredibly interesting, but this just seems just it just tracks perfectly for he's me. He's very talented. I love He's Bruno very Mars. talented and I like him a lot and I think he's a lot of fun. But I don't you think that the way his music feels is like the joke that's out of this world, you know. Yes. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like the Starbucks across the street from the other Starbucks. Yes, exactly. You are mean. He is not Starbucks. Oh, are you oh, kidding? Come on now. Have you, you ever Mars listened? Is, what? Both of you? He's, he's talented. So I, I, I also will dance to his music at a wedding, but he's fucking the most Starbucks. So st- he's ev- like, it's not a referendum on talent. It's just a referendum on kind of plain, Being incredibly bland. Yeah. Playing ubiquity. He's, I, you know what? Agree to disagree. You, you're both being. You know what you guys are? Your coffee bean and tea leaf. I would just, I just want to say that's this. who you guys are. I would like to take a poll of people to find out who the true blue Bruno Mars fans are, and then also find out how many of them are insurance salesmen or in insurance. I would. You know what? Then it would. And, that would and be I'm great. gonna say the ratio is gonna blow your brains. It is gonna be like how many people are in ad, do admin work whose favorite uh uh and not, not not to call people out right now okay but i'm just not maybe You're not admin there's a lot of people i was ad, admin uh but definitely insurance people people who really like You're their insurance job me. are bruno mars fans i'm gonna guess the ratio is outstanding yeah but did you know that neo's stage name comes from the matrix yeah it does <laughs> because a good friend of the singer told him he was like neo but for music because of his ability to churn out songs at a high speed. Wow. <laughs> now we are now I've heard everything. Wow, yeah, we are at, Molly and I are 100% speechless over this news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't even What is Neo on? Like what is he Sing. What's his big one? What's his? He sings stuff. Like he sings music and stuff. He's he's one of those guys just on everything, right? Like I don't. Yeah, even, he. I, I couldn't he be like. He produces. He produces a lot of music. He does a lot. I mean, he's worked for forever. Yeah, he's one of those. Because at least with Bruno Mars, I'm like Uptown Funk. I can like name some Bruno Mars songs. That's probably the only one I can name actually. But uh, for Neo, I'm like. See, you don't even know. <laughs> You don't even know anything about him. You probably know a lot more Bruno Mars than you even think. Probably. 
And also that Kit Harrington, and yes, I mean Jon Snow, goes by his childhood nickname, Kit, because his parents didn't tell him his name was really Christopher, not Kit, until he was 11. That's just a weird, that's just a fucking weird move. Your parents didn't tell you what your fucking name was? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that that was so weird. weird. I don't understand. It's weird that he didn't ask. (laughs) Like, is my name Kit? Like, by the time you're 11. Well, why would you ask if that's, you were always just called Kit? I feel like at one point, if they were like, actually, your real name's Christopher, I'd be like, well, can you fucking change it to Kit then? Because that's the only name you've called me until now. And and so I just change it to Kit then. Why didn't you just make it Kit in the first place? By the time you're 11, you've like gone on some, you have like a sense of yourself. You've probably been asked like, what, why are you named what you are? You know, like, right. I, I just feel like he was an incurious child if he didn't find that out. <laughs> <laughs> he, was he was an incurious, that's his fault. Wow. I can't believe you're blaming the 11 year old boy. Spin it back around gas like that child. I think it's his fault that he didn't ask. Maybe your name isn't Christopher. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Kid, actually. Who knows? 11 year old boy. Yeah, but did you guys know that Mindy Kaling's name is not her real name? What? <gasps> Mindy Kaling's real name is Avira Mindy Chokalingham. And she was given the name Mindy because her mother was a big fan of Robin Williams's Mork and Mindy. She later had to shorten her last name to Kaling because an MC struggled to pronounce her name during an audition. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a a good classic, you know, de- like people having, uh, you know, like the Ralph Lauren one, have people having names that are more representative of the ethnicity they come from and then having some agent be like, you'll never make it in Hollywood with a name like Lipschitz. <laughs> yes, where it's just like, then it's like the people that are forced to do it. I mean, I think that we've had this conversation before. Even Henry was broached asking to change his last name because his last name was too ethnic. That's amazing because I just, first of all, it does kind of sound like you shit out of your lips, so I do get that one example, but I will also say... <laughs> Dave Willis, uh, we we did an interview with him for Wish the Bruiser, and he said he clicked on Henry's audition for Your Pretty Face first because of his name specifically. So isn't that See? amazing? Because he was like, this sounds like a cartoon character's name. Show and clicked on his, his So So just never listen to the people that act like they know what they're doing in any industry, really, if you feel like uh, there's an inkling that they're completely fucking wrong, because that's like the most amazing thing I've ever heard. What would he change it to, too? It'd be like Henry, Henry Stephen. Michaelson, or, or I don't yeah, who knows. Yeah, Michael Donald. Ugh. He should be Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Yeah, but Henry there already Thomas. is a Henry Thomas. Yeah. Henry Mickey Mouse is probably what it would be. Henry Disney. Yeah, see, that would, let's get some of that Disney money, Kenny. <laughs> Henry Mandalorian. Uh, is- <laughs> oh, I want to be Jackie Baby Yoda. <laughs> Henry Baby Yoda. <laughs> Honestly, Henry Baby Yoda is very sellable. Henry and Jackie Baby Yoda. Henry and Jackie Baby Yoda. Jackie Baby Yoda. Oh, you guys know the Baby Yodas? I'm good friends with both of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would be such a hit with Freddie if we were, if our last names were the Baby Yodas. That's true. Hyphenated, Freddie calls Baby Yoda Tiny, Tiny Yoda. Tiny Yoda. You'd have to quit doing the podcast because all you'd be able to do is go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I just sound like the female gremlin. And isn't that, again, the world goes round. That's all I ever want anyway. <laughs> this sounds more like something that I feel like would happen to me, that Grimes got her name because of MySpace's web design. You could pick three music genres on your MySpace page. So she picked Grime three times, <laughs> which is why she was referred to as Grimes, because that's all, which I don't even know. In my brain, that just reminds me. Does that just mean sludge? I just like that she has, it even says on this list, she has no idea what that genre is. I don't think anyone knows what that music genre is. Uh, even people who claim they know that they know what that genre is. No, I've never heard of crime before. No, but in this, you know, I don't like her as a person, but I do understand this ideology, though. Thanks to her bullies, Leah Michelle dropped her last name because her last name was Sarfati. So Michelle used to be called Leah Sofati and Leah Sofardi. So she changed. She just dropped her last name so no one would ever call her that ever again. <laughs> I mean, Sofardi is a really funny way to mock somebody's last name. I don't condone it, but it's a funny thing to be called. It's fun, though. It, it is pretty funny. But that's it for my list this week, guys. Right. I know you were absolutely gobsmacked. With the information that I just plugged into your ear holes like a dairy farm girl here to plug away and here to release. <laughs> Jackie, I am so gobsmacked that I'm actually going to go listen right now to some Godsmack. Oh, and, my uh, God. I'm not the one who's so far away <laughs> where I feel Is that one of their songs? I don't know. I don't know anybody's songs that I'm talking about today. Every musician I've mentioned today, I don't know any of their songs. But I will say that uh, what has happened? I can't seem to see my Spotify page. Oh, of Godsmack. No. Are they on here? No, no, no. It's not even that they're not on here because everything's on Spotify. It's really good. You should get a membership and stuff like that. <laughs> but, no, it seems actually that I'm going <gasps> blind. blind items. Oh, we can't, we can't see, see them. them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it on. I've got, I'm not going to do, no, no, no. I know which ones I'm going to do. I've got four. Two of them suck. Okay, here we go. Uh, this one named permanent A-list singer is going to face the same issues that the last incarnation of her biopic faced. A total gloss over of everything she did before she became famous and how she got her big break. It is the good stuff. One name, singer, legend. Cher. No. Beyonce. No. Grimes. Madonna. Yeah! <laughs> Grimes. <laughs> No, not Grimes. Incorrect, Molly. You get, you get three lashings. Madonna is go We're not going to hear the real Madonna story until Madonna can't control it. Let's be real. Uh, so here we go. But I will say she is co-writing it with Diablo Cody, who I do really love. Ooh. Her work, young adult. Of course, Juno. What's the other one? She, she's great. I love her work. Madonna is co-writing and directing her own biopic, which, by the way... The f who has ever done that before? The narcissism in that is yeah. so. You let someone else. It's the same thing as you never create your own fan page. You let someone yes. else create it for you. That's a real fan page. Like you know. Oh, what that's I mean? right. She also did United States of Terra. Sorry, I get. I really liked United States of Terra. Uh, yes, uh. also liked that a lot. Uh, so Madonna said, "I want to convey the incredible journey that life has taken me on as an artist." 
a musician, a dancer, a human being, trying to make her way in this world. The focus of this film will always be the music. Music has kept me going and art has kept me alive. Which is all to say she says nothing. And uh, I doubt that this will reveal any truth as it is being fully controlled. Who makes a bi- who directs their own biopic? That is crazy to me. That is yeah. absurd. That is someone with demons that doesn't want anyone to know their demons. Like, whoa, bro. And co-write it. I couldn't fathom. At least Diablo Cody. Ho- so hopefully Diablo Cody will like like extract some tr- something truth. great out of it. Yeah. Because there's an interesting story to be told there, but it, I, I, sure. I think it can't be told like uncritically, especially even in like yeah. the golden age of Madonna. Like what culture was she like co-opting and like profiting yeah. from? Like, yes. Does she, she does not have the perspective to tell that story. Well, the funny thing is, is the story would have to largely center around her being a mondo narcissist. Right. Which is exactly, there's no way that Why it, she's doing that in the first place. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that'll happen with her at the helm. It is so crazy. Um, yeah, cut. Um, uh, fake me. Uh, can you actually be do that way sexier and way better? Like you, you know what I mean. The way I would have done that <laughs> dance. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine being directed by the per- person you're trying to portray? Let's think about that for two seconds. I mean, that's got to be. I I would be terrified. Uh, Jackie, cut. Hold on, Jackie. Um. I get that you're trying to make make scree noises, but <laughs> can I give you a line read? Can I give you a line read? Do you know how many line reads there are gonna be? Oh, oh, it's all gonna be my line reads, or her just being out there and like, no, more like this. Ta 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 ta. And four and nine, breasts out. Uh, yeah, uh, so crazy. Anyways, moving right along. I'm I'm interested to. I will definitely watch that. I may have to. In fact, it may have to be a Cats, the musical experience, where we all dress up as different eras of Madonna and Ooh, go into the theater. That sounds fun, especially if we do it alone in our home. I want to be a part of the music makes the people, because I want to have like a folded up cowboy hat with like a big fur, like fake fur coat on. I'm going to go as a matador, because I used to J-O to that music video. And now I'll stop. Uh, either way, though. <laughs> Keep it moving. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently, <laughs> this brand, brand, brand new talk show entrant could give the illiterate talk show host a run for her money about who boozes more on set. Brand new talk show host. Drew Barrymore? Yes. Who's the illiterate? Wendy Williams. Yes. Uh, I don't, I, it's kind of a funny, weird shade to Wendy Williams, but I kept it in. But I have to say, I looked up some clips of Drew Barrymore's new show. And I will say, she does seem to be visibly intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs) And and the show is fucking weird, guys. Definitely keep it on the radar because that show seems unhinged at best. It is just all over Wait, why is it unhinged? Tell me more. Tell me more. I think it's because she's probably drunk. It just feels crazy. Like, it feels manic or something. I don't know. It's just got a weird energy. I bet she's very nervous. Probably. Yeah, she's still. She's so, I feel like I would watch. There are many reasons that I think that it would be fun, though, because she is like so now because I feel like she's just like grown into this kind of like fun, quirky, like a little bit nerdy, a little bit bashful, like 
you know, child celeb, grown fun mom. Yeah. yeah, really fun wine mom. And and I, as far as I can tell, there's no reason to have a daytime talk show if not to get wasted during it. Right. Yeah. Have that. Glass that's why of we're going to be Kathy Lee and Hoda someday. I know. That's oh, why Jackie and I, I are. You know, this is the whole ten year hustle we've been trying to build. It's just we really just want to yeah. get drunk at four in the morning. On NBC. Holden, what are you going to do on our um, Molly and Jackie show? What was the name of the producer guy on Regis and uh, Kathy Lee? I'll be that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'll be I the guy where we're Gilbert. like. No, what was his name? Yeah, you like, yeah, you kind of yell me into the show every now and again. Yeah, but I'm behind exactly. the camera. Yeah, just like, can we can we get a little <laughs> bit of more? And it's just like right. you come out with a wine bottle, <laughs> you come out with a saddle strapped on your back. And we're like, we're going to ride him around like a pony. I'm going to tell you about some sexual experiences I had in college. <laughs> First, we'll start with, you know what I mean? I'll just like, you like, no, 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 we don't need to do, you know what I mean? I'll just like, and then you kick me out. I'll be like way drunker than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, hold it. Have you heard of this? And then it'll cut to you like with an entire bottle of brandy standing next to the camera. I tried cocaine last night. <laughs> it's very good. I have we like him. What was his name, Jackie? Gelman. Gelman. I'll be Gelman. All right. That's great. That's perfect for us. All right. Perfect. Great. 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 As long as the wine is flowing, I'll be smiling. There it is. Here we go. Final one. Can they guess it? It's actually incredibly easy to guess, but I just had to bring it up to talk about it. It has some good implications, at least this blind item. The planted story in people does mean the marriage is in trouble. The thing is, though, if there is a split, there will be hundreds of tweets exposing the reality family for everything under the sun. And you can't put that back in the closet. Dude, I mean, Kim, Kim is definitely Kanye. going to be the bubble will burst. You think? Uh, I imagine. But soon. what about these these secrets? Secrets are no fun. But, but yes. Like the, what kind of I feel like like I can't even imagine anything that would actually be bring them down i don't know like you think what is the, you know? who has the secrets is it that kanye has secrets about the kardashians or is it that they have secrets about him because his yes. which one secrets about the kardashians for sure okay because that makes because like obviously they probably got some leverage on kanye since he's been having a hard time for sure um Kanye is on these tweet storms that are really crazy that I keep up with kind of in real time, but they're so frantic and so many of them. Yeah. Uh, a couple of which were uh, just screen grabs of his uh, record contracts. Yeah. But either way, it's it's yeah, he's on another manic Twitter episode thing. And now and what's so funny to see, too, as a. Swifty, whatever, whatever, listeners who hate me for that. Uh, but but <laughs> to see him just now realizing that he doesn't own his masters and he desperately wants them after all this stuff with with T Swift and everything going down and no support there, and then he actually even was like, like there was one tweet where he was even like, "Fuck it, Taylor too, let's get those masters." I'm I'm friends with Scooter Braun, like it's just like, but it's so great. It's just like, dude, what is going? What's happening? What is going on? Yeah, it's no, it's very upsetting. He's yeah. in trouble. He needs way. help. He really, he does. Do you, he needs a, help. A, do you guys think the divorce will actually happen? B, do you think that the, these revenge tweets, secrets are lined up and will will happen if the if A happens? I think that he is going to have to be signed into, he must, think of the prenup. I am mad, like there's, I don't think that there's any way, honestly, 
in the divorce that he would be able to get away with doing anything they don't want him to do without legal action. I mean, that was the, those contracts though that he was tweeting out, like they all say at the top, like, you know, confidential, do not share. Confident, right? You're right, though. I mean, this is the thing. And I just think it'll get to a point where they will go after him because of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I, I it's upsetting to watch. I think that it will be a huge huge kerfuffle mm-hmm. everywhere for mm-hmm. them. And so I imagine they are doing everything possible to have it not happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think that's right. Right. But what is going to happen for sure is me getting my sight back. Oh, oh, my God. Welcome back. Congratulations. Also, what is for sure going to happen, which I forgot to mention and about how excited I was for um, the – now, finally, Lifetime is with a just knife to their neck, but I'm still happy <laughs> that they are trying to diversify their Christmas and holiday movies. Um, but I, what I got very excited about is that, oh, my God, guys, they are having a real-life same-sex married couple in a movie called The Christmas Setup. However... One of the dudes' mom is being played by Fran Drescher. And yes, I feel like Lifetime is listening to this podcast. And if you are, I'd like to see more diversity. And I'd like to see more storylines like this. But good start. I'll give you that. It's a great start. (laughs) There it is. And that's it. That's our episode all over the place. Will they make it through their prison inside of quarantine prison? Who knows? I guess you're going to have to wait until next week to see. Yeah, I think you're going to be really pretty completely fine. I think that everything's going to be fine. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Don't you baskins me right now. I feel like you are. You're putting me under some kind of shade. And if you want to find me in the shade. I'll be on Instagram at Jack That Worm. That's where you can find me. My name's Holden McNeely. Find my whole ass on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Holden Only OnlyFans. Friday nights, 6 p.m. ET. Jackie and I, we party hard. Also, Molly joins us sometimes. It's really fun. Also, check out patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We already talked about it earlier. Twilight, talking TV. I'm bringing Natalie and we're going to talk about some TV this week. It's going to be fun. Uh, to gush again, even more about the Paris stock. Check us out, y'all. Very good stuff. Molly? My name is Molly Neffel, and I am MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. <laughs> live, live, laugh, love. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.